0: Welcome back, friends. For those of you who've been on this podcast for a while, you know that it is dedicated to small actionable bites that can support your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. As I mentioned last week, we cannot separate world affairs from our health and well-being. And world affairs are stressful right now. So the question is, how can we hold on to this tension? To the uncertainty, despair, sadness, anger, stress, and find a path forward. So, on today's Health Bite, I want to talk to you about just this. Let's talk about stress. What are its effects on our bodies? And offer you scientific, evidence based practices, mind body skills on how to manage it. Welcome back to Health Bite. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Udim. I'm a triple board certified internist, obesity medicine and physician nutrition specialist. And I help redefine nutrition to help you not only eat well but to nourish yourselves physically, mentally and emotionally. I'm really feeling it this week. So let's get into it and dig into this week's bite. So I wonder if you're experiencing some of these symptoms right now. Palpitations, jitteriness, forgetfulness, heat, blurred eyesight, digestive issues, fatigue, numbness, paralysis. I don't want to minimize the potential organic causes to any of these symptoms. So let me just say that it could be a sign of something more important, and you should speak to your doctor or even go to the ER if these symptoms are acute and you feel unwell. But these symptoms, they can also be a sign of stress. Our bodies have a single soundtrack when it comes to stress, and really, it's based on just one thing, survival. Historically, stress meant tigers chasing us in the wild, and our bodies developed mechanisms to respond to the threat, fight or flight, or even freeze and fawn. So fight or flight makes sense, right? A tiger's chasing us. And our body developed mechanisms to rev up all systems to protect itself and get out of harm's way. So we get pumped with adrenaline. We get pumped with cortisol, stress hormones that gives us the energy, the mojo to fight or to flee. And this stress, the surge in stress hormones This is associated with a jump in our heart rate, a rise in our blood pressure, our pupils dilate or open up so we can see better, see more. Our digestion shuts off because who cares about digestion when there's a tiger chasing us? This is all good and fine when there's an acute short-term stress. Tiger, we run, end of story. But as you can imagine, it's not so good when the stress is prolonged pandemic followed by social injustice, political strife, family and friendship feuds over the just mentioned regular stuff like parents who get sick, children who are falling behind in school or even the littler stuff like when you get cut off in the freeway or you have a tiff with your (laughs) mother-in-law. I just had to throw that one in. But actually, I adore my mother-in-law. So aside from bodily sensations of stress, there are systemic effects as well. As our bodies pump out these stress hormones, it causes activation of the immune system. Chronically, this means that our immune system is fired up for so long that it poops out and is not able to respond when we need it, making us more prone to infections. Did you know that stress even impacts our ability to build immunity and response to a vaccine? Really, studies have shown that individuals who are stressed out during vaccination are less likely to build an immune response. It's wild. These stress hormones and cytokines, which are basically proteins that excite our body's immune reaction, also cause inflammation. And we know that chronic inflammation is associated with so many other medical conditions, including metabolic diseases, for example, and wears down our body in so many ways. And finally, it's been suggested that stress hormones and cytokines and inflammation may also contribute to cancer and perhaps impact our body's repair mechanisms. So remember, short-term stress is necessary, is beneficial, Long-term stress, not so much. So what can be done? Remember that this is Health Byte by Dr. Adrian, and I'm never about doom or gloom. Not because I'm an eternal optimist, because I'm not, but because I know how resilient we are. I know how our bodies are so responsive to our care. I know this scientifically. I know this through personal experience. And I know this through the work that I do with my patients every single day. So let's shift gears into what we can do. Number one, allow yourself the care. Given all that's going on, so many of us feel guilty about taking care of ourselves. I get it. I feel like that myself. But then I have to remember that caring for ourselves is a form of Of advocacy. Caring for ourselves is a form of gratitude. It's saying, you know what? I recognize that I, in this moment, am in a place of privilege that not so many other people have. I have the opportunity to care for myself, and I'm going to take advantage of that privilege, of my blessings, by doing my very best for myself in this moment. It's a show of gratitude. It's an acknowledgement of how precious and sacred life is, and it's a form of defiance. So my number one tip is give yourself permission to care for yourself. It is your right. Number two, manage your consumption. We are glued to our phones right now. We're glued to our news feeds. And if that wasn't enough, WhatsApp is filled with links to anything we may have missed. We are inundated with videos and messaging and opinions. And it is setting your body and your mind afire. So take a break. I know it's hard. It's hard for me too. But we must set boundaries. And limit our consumption of all the information and all the noise out there in order to maintain our mental and emotional well being. You know, I feel like I know that the energy that we create is kind of a collective force, and we are responsible for contributing to that energy in positive and constructive ways. And when we are filled with stress and an angst, we can't add to that collective in a way that is positive, meaningful, and wholesome. So if the news and the information is making you, want, making you mad, then you must take a break. Find a balance between being informed and being well. Now, let's talk about some simple tools that we all have at our disposal to reduce stress. The first one is nature. Nature is essential to our health and well being. And in fact, it is believed that because of our relationship with nature historically, because we lived out in nature, that our bodies have an innate response to trees, to streams to even the smell of nature. And in fact, studies show that just the smell of trees and even the sound of a river stimulates the vagus nerve. So remember that our bodies are, our nervous systems are made of two separate mechanisms. The sympathetic nervous system, that was the fight or flight, that I talked about earlier. That is the part of our nervous system that again makes us or gets us ready to fight or flee. The second part of our nervous system is the parasympathetic nervous system. This is the rest and relax. This is the part of our nervous system that brings down the heart rate, that dilates our blood vessels so that the blood pressure or so that our blood pressure can come down. It's what brings our vision back into focus. It's what allows us to restore normal digestion. It's what allows us to think more long-term as opposed to short-term fleeing out of danger. And the vagus nerve is one of the main nerves that promotes the parasympathetic nervous system, that regulates the parasympathetic nervous system. And being in nature, The smell of trees and the sound of springs literally activates the vagus nerve. I recommend taking a moment, even five or 10 minutes to walk outside, go into your backyard, walk down the street. If you've got it in you, get in the car and go towards the beach or go to a park or go into the hills and take a short hike. Because being in nature is a mind body evidence based way to regulate your nervous system and to manage stress. Next is dance. The truth is that any kind of movement will offer an energetic outlet. Even merely shaking our body will stimulate the release of these stress hormones, including cortisol. Dancing and shaking allows us to release our unexpressed emotions in a meaningful and cathartic way. And of course, as you all know, moving your body causes a release of endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, all of which enhance your mood and well-being. When it comes to dance, it's also a form of creative expression. And creativity itself in any form has benefits to stress reduction. Last but not least, dance can be done in community and being in community connected to one another is another way of managing and regulating stress. Believe it or not, they use dance as a psychotherapeutic tool to heal trauma. So get up, put on some music and move your body. It doesn't need to be graceful. It doesn't need to be coordinated. And as I said, you can just shake your body, shake your limbs, shake your trunk, do it vigorously for at least five minutes and see how liberated and exhilarated you feel. When it comes to creativity, it doesn't have to only be in movement and dance, but writing, drawing, coloring, playing music or an instrument, all of these tools have also been shown to help regulate stress. So my next tip is find a creative outlet. Cooking even is a form of creativity. So find one that resonates with you and use that as a mindful way to help regulate your nervous system. And last but not least, My absolute personal favorite is a breathing practice. So this is a great tool, particularly for those of you who feel like you can't meditate. I personally feel like that too. There are so many benefits to meditation, but I just can't get myself to do it. But breathing, breathing is a simple intro into the state of mind that meditation allows. Breathing is a highly effective and quick way to help regulate the nervous system. And the way in which we breathe is also important. So as you can imagine or recall to yourself, when you're stressed, you tend to take short, quick breaths, allowing the air to really stay just in the upper lungs. Well, the upper lungs are where the sympathetic nervous system lies. So when you take those quick, choppy breaths, you're actually reinforcing the fight or flight part of your nervous system. Whereas if you can learn to take deep breaths, if you can learn to bring your breathing into your belly, into the lower portion of the lungs, then you can simulate the vagus nerve, because that part of the lung, the lower parts are the part of the lung that hold the receptors of the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and relax part of the nervous system. So I want you to practice this. Practice breathing in a way in which you are breathing less in the chest and more into the belly. And if you're ready, I want to take you through a guided breathing practice to show you just how very easy it is to dial into your body and regulate your nervous system. If you're listening to this while you're driving, you can hit pause and resume when you're in a comfortable place. And if you are in a place that allows, I want you to take a seat, lean back, Assume a posture that is both upright and alert, yet comfortable. Bring your head down. And if you would like, consider closing your eyes. Take your hands and rest the palms of your hands on top of your thighs. And if you're sitting in a chair, Try and allow for your legs to meet the ground so that your feet are planted rightly onto the floor. Now I want you to take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Deep breath again in through the nose and again Out through the mouth another deep breath in through your nose and now I want you to hold the breath a second or two at the top and when you're ready exhale through the mouth again deep breath in through your nose hold it at the top and now prolong that exhale through the mouth. What I mean by that is extend the exhalation, prolong the exhalation so that it is one, two, three seconds longer than the inhale. So again inhale in through the nose slowly, perhaps count to three Hold it for a second or two at the top. And now prolong that exhalation. Really exhale out, 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 out. So that you have expended all of the breath out of your lungs. Again, inhale in through the nose. Hold it at the top and prolong that exhale out through the mouth. Exhale, 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 exhale. In through the nose, hold it at the top, and now prolong that exhale, exhale, exhale. And as you continue this practice on your own, in through the nose, hold, and prolong that exhale out through the mouth. I want you to bring your attention to your body. Bring your attention to the top of your head, to your forehead. I want you to relax your forehead. Drop your eyebrows. Relax the tension around your eyes so that your eyes are closed shut but not squinted or tightly shut, bring that sense of ease to your mouth, relax your jaw, relax your neck muscles, drop your shoulders, bring that sense of ease into your trunk, down your spine, into your gut. Relax your belly. Now come into your arms. Bring that sense of relaxation down through your shoulders, down into your biceps, your triceps your forearms into your hands and fingers that are resting gently on your thigh. Bring that relaxation into your pelvic area, really rest the pelvic bones into the seat of the chair, relaxing that area and letting it truly sink down, sink into the chair. Relax the top of the thighs, your calves, your feet. Allow that sensation of relaxation, of gravity even pulling down through your feet. Feel yourself connected with the floor and with the earth below you. Now I want you to bring your attention back into your breathing, back into the inhale, and into your prolonged exhale. And I want you to do one more thing. Place one hand over your chest and the other hand over your belly. Continue with your breathing slowly at your own pace, in through the nose, holding at the top and out through the mouth. And as you engage in this breathing practice, I want you to notice the movement in your hands. Do you feel your top hand or your chest moving Or do you feel the movement in your belly? Chances are, if you're like most people, you're breathing in your chest. So what I'd like for you to do now is bring your focus into the belly. Shift the movement into your belly. And what I mean by that is relaxing the muscles in your gut. Relax your gut completely. Soften your belly completely so that when you breathe, you allow for your bottom hand to move out with the inhalation. So less movement in the chest, more movement in the belly. Inhale in, allowing that air to extend into the lower parts of your lung and move or extend that lower hand out and when you exhale allow your belly to fall flat feeling that movement again in the lower hand inhale into your belly and exhale out completely And now I wanna give you a few moments to notice your breathing and the movement of your hands. Shifting the movement from the chest, from the top of your lungs, that sympathetic nervous system and moving it into the gut, into the lower part of the lungs, into the rest and relax, the parasympathetic nervous system. Take a few moments to practice this on your own. Inhale through the nose. Hold, prolong your exhale out. In through the nose. Hold and prolong your exhalation out. Last one, in through the nose, hold your breath and prolong that exhalation out. And when you're ready you can bring your attention back into the room and open your eyes. So I wonder how that felt for you. I wonder if you were able to dial in. I wonder if you noticed your mind fluttering elsewhere or if you were able to stay with the breath. This certainly is a practice, but it is a easy, and quick way to self-regulate your nervous system. So I suggest that if you're feeling stress and tension out there and you just need a quick break, a quick change of state, that you consider engaging in this breathing practice. And when you have the bandwidth, consider some of these other evidence-based tools to regulate your nervous system, nature, movement, dance, creativity, and breathing. I could go on, but I've already been in your ear for a while now. As I said, I recorded this episode in response to so many asks out there, so I hope it is of benefit. Please take heed to some of these suggestions and manage your stress. I know things are rough out there right now, but you deserve this break. And I promise you these effective tools will allow that for you. That's all for this week. If you found this of value, leave us a review, because we could also use some loving right now and share it with someone you love. I'll see you here again next week. Until then, stay well, my friends.